Hello, and welcome to a Fio's Journey podcast. You like that opening? No, probably not. You're probably pissed at me. It's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Should I start out? You know what? No, we're not going to start. We're just going to go forward. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Crazy A. Crazy A. Boy, this is this one. The whole one's chalked up to a mess. Number two sixty. What is this? Two sixty one. It's all a mess. This is all a mess. But you know what? That's okay because sometimes voiceover is a mess, and we're going to continue to make it happen. So, welcome <laughs> to our podcast. This is episode 260, actually, of a VO's Journey podcast, and it's good to have you. If you're still around and you haven't run away uh, screaming or calling me an idiot, thank you. Today, we're going to be talking about something really, um, to me, that is just becoming so much more important now more than ever. Uh, is owning your own content, owning your own stuff as a voice actor and how that applies to us. I, I really want to chat with you about it and share my thoughts and some of the things we're doing, okay, and, and how this can help you. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. So, after that opening, you know, I'm on fire. (laughs) I hope you're having a good one. And as promised, I am back. After one week, if you couldn't get if you if you couldn't get far enough far enough away from me, I apologize. I am back again. Very excited. Um, and you know, I'm really actually uh, have a lot of fun and exciting things happening in the next few months and and right now that just just lots of lots of excitement and good things happening. Um, but I want to chat with you today about a couple of things, owning your own content. And of course, I can't, I think, start uh, without, you know, uh, sending a shout out to SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Union. You know, I think that there are so many people, you know, even though I'm non-union and the majority of people I work with are non-union uh, voice actors. And then, of course, uh, I only pretty much do non-union work that, you know, I think it's important, though, to, you know, acknowledge that there are a lot of people who do struggle (laughs) to make any sort of living. Actually, I was just finishing up a blog post earlier about the averages, you know, and I think the majority, I think the medium average of voice actors, voice actors, uh, is, is, you know, that are, that are making it right is about $30,000 a year. And, you know, that's, that's a lot of money. But at the same time, you and I know in our society today, that's not going to get you a year. Like, that's not going to get you any sort of livable life. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, just a, a, a livable life, not any, not even anything extravagant. Just So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those situations where we have to, I think, acknowledge that, you know, what it takes to make more money in our industry as a voice actor. And of course, SAG-AFTRA, you know, it's, 
there it's it's yes it includes voice actors but primarily you know it's it's about the actors uh for and and the residuals and ai which is of course we're all fighting ai right now but um but for us and and owning contact it goes back to me uh, it goes back uh t- for me to who owns the rights to stuff you know, and everybody's going to have a different opinion, of course. But, you know, to me, like as a business owner, a voice actor, an actor, I've I've you know, you're always torn, I think, because, you know, you have your art, which is what you spend your lifetime and your life's work and your um, you dedicate everything to right your craft then you're you're also a business owner right where you have to think strategically as a business owner now i'm not talking about what's going on sag after i'm just talking about us as as non-union voice actors right now (laughs) so um and and as a business owner you know we are we have to consider what do we own and what don't we own and when majority of us as non-union voice actors right i mean we we primarily do work it's bought out in perpetuity a lot and that's it you know we get paid just like like normal like like anyone else would get paid for doing a job and you know i've done that uh pretty much the whole time i've been a voice actor and you know i don't have a problem with it but as i've grown in the industry and moved further along i've you know realized that there are a lot of other ways to there's other pricing models right and especially when it comes to residuals when it comes to royalty payments right and licensing licensing your intellectual property and let's be honest i mean there's been you know since and i think this is where some people might get confused Right. Because I've seen a lot of stuff online about, you know, people angry about how, you know, why why are actors or writers saying that, you know, they they should get residuals or they should have this stuff because that's not how the rest of the world works. And I think there's a confusion there because it actually is. But but the way it's said is not familiar to the some of the people who are who are speaking that. And that means that think of what a patent does. Okay, right? Think of a patent. A patent is something that you file, okay, for intellectual property. Then you file that and the government allows you then to have a lock on anyone that wants to use that specific design, okay, uh, for their own purposes to make money. They allow it, but you have to pay the person who owns the patent or you have to come up with a deal with them, right? You, you, you know, this is how some of the richest people in our country, in the world, you know, especially like, you know, from generation to generation, right? They keep making money because they are being paid residuals off of the patents and the ownership of the, you know, the designs and the things that were come up before. And I think to me, I, I see this as the same thing with going on um, with SAG and the Writers Union as well. Um, it's just, it happens, it's so frequent that, that that is the business model that it's confusing to other people because that's not how generally, you know, trading time for money is. Right. It's it's a different it's a different model. And that's, you know, but but it's just said differently instead of saying it's like a patent. Right. It's it's intellectual property. But but again, going back to what I was trying to say in the beginning about owning your own stuff. So like to me, I'm I'm more aware than ever 
of just the differences between trying to go out there and grab business and market yourself and advertise and you know, something that the, the audition, the audition, audition, the things that we do every day to get voiceover work. And I love that part of our, our job. I really do. I love that part of our business. But I also think it, it's really cool to consider what would it be to own our own stuff. So here's I just want to give you a perfect example. Uh, um, and it, and if you think about it this way, it changes the whole mindset of what we do. So what's very popular right now for non-union voice actors, especially especially beginners, it is is YouTube documentaries. Now, all of you listening, you probably know what I'm talking about. The really low paying, <laughs> a lot of words, YouTube documentaries. Um, and, you know, it's funny because as AI came out, AI has been rejected. I mean, you know, a lot of it, no one's kind of talking about it because, you know, we are fighting it. A lot of, you know, we're all fighting it, but it's, it's, it's being rejected because it sucks. I mean, it, it breaks down after a period of time. And, you know, you're always going to have these people who are like, oh, it's so amazing. But, you know, another industry like audiobooks, audiobooks like flipped up their middle finger at AI, you know, because they were so big. Oh, it's going to take a rod. No, audio. I mean, I've not met one author who's like, yeah, I want to use AI. Never. And, and you never you don't hear because it stings. Right. I mean, it's just not um, it's just not there. So anyways, the point I'm trying to make is. Is that. You know, these YouTube videos, okay, we get paid or they all, you know, a lot of these creators offer, you know, 10, 15 bucks for like, you know, 500, 1,000, 1,500 words. It's crazy, right? Uh, but that's a lot of work and it's it's very trendy and it's, and it's a decent way. It's a good way for someone who's brand new, who has no prospects to get started, right? To get your foot in the door. But here's the thing. Basically, probably most of these people, what they're doing, right, is they're going and they're paying a creator to create a video on a topic like, you know, the uh, 10 largest buildings in the world or <laughs> something, right? I don't know. And so they, they said, you know, we're going to create a five or 10 minute video using still imagery, stock footage, right? And then I want to pay someone to write a script. Uh, using, you know, the, you know, stats from these 10 tallest buildings, like maybe, you know, from tall, from short, you know, from the shortest to tallest or whatever, starting at 10, you know, working down your way to the one, which is the tallest. I'm just coming up with this on the spot. But, you know, and, and then they get a script and then they go to a voice actor and they pay the voice actor. So maybe like all in, you know, they paid 50, 60 bucks, 100 bucks. I don't know, somewhere around there. And they literally now have a piece of content that they can use, right, to say that they own that piece of content now and can market that piece of content. Because I think, and, and this is something that not only can we learn from SAG-AFTRA and the writers union and what they're doing, but a lot of what they're bringing to light too, is I think that we already, we, we kind of intuitively know, or at least the, the bottom people, <laughs> the people who are on, like us grunts who are, we we know that where the money lies and where where it really grows is the control over the views, the eyeballs, subscriptions. That's where everything is right now, and that's where the money lies, and that's where the power lies, right? Because the more eyeballs you have, the more you know, the more subs you have, the uh, the more uh, 
power you have to direct and influence. We know that, right? I mean, that's that's the age that we live in. So who, you know, they who own the content own the world, basically, because they have the rules. I mean, and that's that's really, I think, what, you know, SAG after in the end and and the union really are striking against and all the pieces that are there are just part of it. You know, part of the fact of who owns it. Like, look at the AI thing, you know, and, and wanting to be able to, to clone people's likeness, you know, like their their actual uh, uh, image. Right. And they're, they're like they take like AI um, video of them and actually have like a real, you know, uh, generated video um, AI person based off of that actor. And then literally don't ever have to pay them again. But do you, but do you see what I mean? It goes back to they who owns who owns it. It always goes back to who owns it. So why am I, you know, shooting all this stuff, all this breeze with you? Because I think that part of our business plan, and I know I'm doing it myself, I'm starting to implement it myself, uh, thinking of ways to do this with myself as well as with other voice actors, is to start to create our own content that we then own and use to generate our own views, whether it be on our websites, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on podcasts, whether it be on and, you know, where we're we're even selling files, where we own the right to that material, and we're not, you know, uh, uh, giving it or we're not selling it one time, and we don't own the right anymore. Because I think the reality is, is that when you create intellectual property, so you know, you create intellectual property, you are creating something that then someone else is going to use. And build upon and, and and potentially use that to make a lot of money, all right? And, you know, you have a right to decide how you want to charge that. But the market also determines that because, right, the more people who come in and the, the changes in the industry and the, the whatever the, the wind blows, competition then changes how what charging can be done, et cetera, et cetera. The point I'm trying to make with that is, is that once again, Right. When you relinquish ownership, you relinquish your power. All right. So and then and then you got to think, too, about if you look at your business, you know, what does your business own? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the what's the assets of your business? Because I think that part of what I realized, too, is we either create a business or we're creating a job. Sorry, it's storming here. And I think my. My dogs are probably going to get upset here. Um, but, you know, and that's so So going back to what I was just saying there, you know, you're either creating a business or you're creating a job. And I think the difference is, is when you're creating a job, if you walk away from it, it falls apart on you, right? But by creating a business, you really create an asset. You create things that will keep on going if you walk away, right? They'll keep on earning. So like you and I both know if we stop doing voiceover, what happens? Well, we <laughs> there's no voiceovers being done because we are the voice talent, right? But if we create things that can be sold and used and viewed, which we are technically doing, but we're selling it outright to other people, okay, then, you know, we are losing out on that ownership. 
Now, I'm not saying that there isn't licensing going away, and I'm not saying that I don't license my work. I do, but what I'm trying to say is, is I'm still licensing my work to someone else who's using it, which is no problem. But again, I I would rather own what I can because what these people are using it for, okay, is to get views. And information nowadays is the 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 commerce of our age, right? It's information. So by using our abilities to be voice actors, great communicators, and our knowledge of working with writers and other things, you know, we can come together and do it ourselves. Do you know what I mean? At least that's what I'm thinking of. Um, now, I don't propose to have any sort of, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, in, in insider view of, you know, Hollywood or anything like that. I'm furthest away that you can be from there. Um, but, you know, I do respect what they're doing and what they're sensing and what's happening. And I wish them the best. You know, I wish them the best. And, you know, I, I, I think for us as non-union people, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, again, the ownership for me is everything. All right. So, all right. Well, anyways, listen, I better go because it's getting kind of crazy out here. It's the thundering and lightning stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. We're really doing some fun stuff. We got the conference pretty much locked up. We're starting to just send out emails now to sure up times and topics. Then we'll release that information so people can start buying tickets. Again, the uh, a voiceover uh, a VO's Journey uh, conference is in October from the 13th to the 15th. It's a three-day event. Super exciting. We're going to have like 20... 20, maybe 20 plus uh, speakers. So really thrilled. So I'm, I'm, and, and we're going to share that information again when we get everything just finished, but we've pretty much got all the spots filled now. So very excited about that. Um, also, we're doing some really fun stuff in Avio's Journey Lead Academy. We've been doing some fun practicing with fan dubbing uh, and all kinds of cool things working together uh, and doing, you know, those so that we can actually share a lot of that, you know, with socials. Just, uh, you know, to show people what we're, we're practicing on and working on, you know, in webinars and stuff. So really thrilled to show you guys that. Listen, thank you for uh, stopping by. Uh, listening to this episode. It's always a joy. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.